0: Hi everyone. This is Justina. Welcome back. Or if this is your first time here, welcome to Investigative Southism. Today, we're going to look at one of the major basic but important principles of mindfulness, of how to lead a life where we create fewer problems for ourselves. (laughs) I think that's fair to say. And that concept is the respond versus react respond versus react dilemma, respond versus react framework, however you want to phrase it really. What is that? Why is it important to talk about it? Well, what it is, it's kind of like a tip or a tool for you to have, and you can use it when you think about it every day, in every interaction, at home, at work, when the interaction is stressful, when the interaction is pleasant, but especially when it's not going well, I think this is when we really need to use it. Once again, not to create too many problems for ourselves. And I think honestly, the earlier in our lives, we familiarize ourselves with this framework, oh my God, the better it is for us, for everyone around us. So let me give you a couple of tips or a couple of steps, how we can approach our interactions with others using this respond versus react concept. So the very first step like in many things in life and in the topics that I've been covering in my previous episodes is it's a certain understanding or it's something for you to admit, and then we go from here. So in this case, what we have to admit to ourselves is that when someone says something to us, what we say back, like our language itself, how we react or respond to that person is not automatic it is not automatic. Certain emotions that might come up in our nervous system, yeah, those are automatic. Like sometimes someone says something and you start shaking. Like that's a physiological even when you think about a reaction to someone's words. So that's something that I think is very difficult to control. I'm sure that of course if you're like a Buddhist monk, you've been meditating somewhere for decades remotely, you know, you're probably likely not to be affected by certain words, certain actions that much, but this is some extreme practice. And oh oh my goodness, if you have that practice, if you're on that path, like please continue, this is amazing. But what I wanted to share with you now is a little bit more accessible. It's still not easy. The practice is quite hard, but it's achievable. It's attainable. It's something we can start implementing every day. But so the first step is to say that, yeah, how I respond to something is my choice. So I have to take responsibility. You know, if you've ever heard someone say, well, that's just the way I am, okay? Okay, if you ever heard that, talking about automatic reactions and emotions, for me, that is just frustration, that's anger. I'm like, no, no, we are... Conscious human beings, we choose how to respond. Do people have the power to annoy us, to push our buttons, sometimes to an extent that we don't want to admit that that's possible? Yes, of course, but our response is still a choice. And without admitting that to ourselves, I'm sorry. I don't think we can go anywhere. So this is the first step, sometimes maybe the hardest, but it's definitely the very first one. And now a couple of tips. So when you hear something that is frustrating, annoying, that angers you, and I'm about to explode, but I don't. What I mean by that is I very rarely do, really. So what are the seemingly simple, but actually quite hard, but also effective, so in the end, good steps to take, advice to follow? Well, one, we know from science that Just breathing more deeply, right? (sighs) Yes, I did just breathe into my microphone to show you what breathing sounds like. Now you know, just taking deep breaths, that in itself calms our nervous system down. So yeah, if you feel like you're about to explode, just do that. It's always accessible to you, right? Your breath and it's easy to forget, but I have to trust the science. This is how our bodies work. Deep breaths affect the parasympathetic nervous system, the nervous system in general. So this is a physical thing you can do. And then what to think about and what to do. Well, One thing that helps, and it's a skill in itself, it's not easy at all, deep listening. Well, in the first place we're listening not with an intent to respond, but we're actually interested in what the person has to say. And more importantly, we try to understand, we try to decode, What's the pain, what's the fear, what's the insecurity? Well, I guess insecurity is still fear in the end, but anyways. What's the frustration? Ideally, what's the need behind what the person is saying? And can we acknowledge that empathetically? Right, so someone says, you didn't do this, you failed here, this went wrong for you to acknowledge that the person is disappointed and this is not the situation anyone probably expected to be in right just sort of to acknowledge that yes i can see how that can be disappointing i can see how this is a frustrating situation sorry to hear that obviously the point here is not for me to give you a specific script but to help you think of ways how you can approach it So this was just one of the examples, but so deep listening, what's behind the words that can be sometimes really mean, right? What's the hurt? What's the pain? What's the fear? Another tip. And once again, not easy is to remember not to take things personally. Yes, yes, yes. Things are oftentimes being said personally, directly to you at you, but there's always that difference between what someone is saying and like the content, and how the person has chosen to phrase it. What's the tone? Is the person shaming you? Is the person blaming you? Uh, is someone being passive aggressive, right? These are all choices of that other person. How he or she has chosen to phrase everything. And you probably know this saying, but I think it's so true. And it's so good to remember those situations that what A says about B says more about A then it says about V. You know, we've probably all been in those situations when, for example, maybe you did something wrong. Actually, yes, you did something wrong. And you know that, who knows, maybe you're even ready to admit that. But then how someone phrases that, how someone says that, sometimes maybe someone's being just really harsh, like objectively, unnecessarily harsh and mean, and you think, you know what? Yeah, I know I did something wrong, but I don't deserve this. This is not just, this is not fair. This is way too harsh. And then you have to remember what A says about B, says more about A than what it says about B. So on one hand, yes, don't be an idiot. Of course, understand what the person is saying and how it relates to you. But the very how, how the person is saying that, you can learn, you can put conscious effort to analyze it, to assess it. I don't think that's a good counter argument to use for any potential criticism, especially a constructive one. It's just good to remember that once again, you are not A in this situation. But then the last point I wanted to make, if you are not A in that situation and you are B, as B, how do you want to show up in this situation? How do you want to, once again, not react, but how do you want to respond? How do you want to show up? What are your values? How do you see yourself as a person? When you look back on the situation, do you want to say, this is exactly how I wanted to show up. I showed up with integrity. I was still kind. I wasn't rude. I showed appreciation for the other person. I showed him or her that I was listening deeply. I tried to connect empathetically with what the person was saying. Is this how you want to see yourself afterwards? Meaning, is this how you want to behave or do you have different values? Or maybe you just forgot about them. And hey, let's be real. We don't always do that. Have I had conversations that I would look back to and say, oh man, I did not show up as that highest version of me. It was really far away from that version. Like that was really bad, but that's okay. We're human. We're learning. Let's not forget this is a practice. We can put conscious effort to do that. We can get better how we behave with others this is our choice i cannot say well someone shouted at me so i just shouted back at them there's no causation these are all choices these are all practices and what i've just summarized here respond versus react that's such a base or one of the pillars of what is called mindfulness right we are mindful how we are with others, how we respond. Are we creating that window of tolerance? Are we expanding that space of awareness or is that space of awareness just a millisecond and so we shout at people or is that space of awareness now one deep breath and we don't shout at people. So I hope you pay attention to how you speak, if you're creating that space for yourself, if you're listening deeply, if you can take a couple of deep breaths once in a while, and are you aligning your values with how you are with people? Because it's really difficult. It's very difficult. So thank you for your time. Stay mindful and I'll see you next week.